Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Sports Docket with H-Man and Aquash. Check it out. The best sports radio show on Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the fourth episode of the Sports Docket on Blog Talk Radio. Tuning to the program today. Uh, Kevin Thomas also has his own a blog at fanofsports.blogspot.com. He also has a book coming soon. And, and, a, and a what? I got a book coming soon. And a book? He's got a book coming out too. What's the name of his book? It's called Nonsense in Sports, and the subtitle is called What's Stupid About the Game. Wow. So that's yeah. Your, uh, yeah, I'm talking about a bunch of controversial things A Rod, Barry Bonds, the Mitchell Report. And also, like, stuff like Michael Vick and, you know, Andy Pennant with him admitted to using human growth hormones and um, Roger Clemens. It should be out sometime. Well, I sent it out to get published on on Friday, but it was only a 60-page book, so I was like, i got to make this thing longer, at least oh, 100 pages or more. I, so, yeah, we have a, uh, have a person in the chat room who says that that's sick. I mean, that's... Uh, that's a lot of stuff, all the controversy, and you, and you all categorize them into a book. That's nice. Um, yeah. Anyway, so um, unless you have your own um, show, Real Sports Talk. At yeah, Boston, tune in for that. That's every Thursday night. Okay, great. So um, I guess we've got to start with the Mitchell Report. Um, it was released, I believe it was released, um, was on, it was on Thursday. And basically it was categorizing, uh, Senator Mitchell was categorizing all the players that um, he spoke with um, Kirk Wadomski, um, a Mets assistant, and ironically, a Yankees assistant, Brian McNamee, uh, and they uh, confided in, in with Mitchell and told him all these players that I gave steroids to. And I guess um, we'll start with Paul Duca here. I guess now we know where, where Paul Duca got all his fire from uh, because um, he, he uh, allegedly took steroids. Yeah, that's some crazy stuff. I mean, you're looking at a play that was really nice for the Mets. Didn't really, didn't really go on his natural ability. I also have um, a person that comes on my show named Frankie, and he said that Polo Duca used to go to clubs and he used to yeah, like, you know, mean, go do some crazy things in there, you know, and, and behave inappropriately, cheat on his wife and stuff like that too. So well, he's, he's done worse things. Than, I mean, you know, he's not had a great lifestyle, but it's one thing, um, uh, the personal life. But another thing is um, doing illegal drugs and making yourself, um, give yourself an advantage of other players. And with Boduca now, um, who uh, actually just recently signed with the Washington Nationals, so he's, yeah. he's no longer a Met. But uh, he, uh, well, he, he hit 25 home runs in 2001, which was his career high. After that, he, didn't, he hit 10 home runs total, um, and then, he, and then he took steroids in 2003. 
that he was um, given, he was ejected with the steroids uh, by Kirk Radomski, and uh, so Paul Suka as well took steroids, and uh, maybe that's where he got all of his, you know, as a Met, he was a very fiery player. I mean, whenever there was a close play to play, he'd always throw down his mid, throw down his glove, even right in the face of the umpire. So maybe that's a little bit where he got fired from. I don't know. What do you think about that? I think it's the reason why the, the Mets didn't re-sign him because of, you know, they, I think they knew maybe, that he was going to be on the list. Yeah, maybe that maybe that has some sort of feeling. But I guess, um, speaking of New York players on this list, there was a total of 22 Yankees and 17. <laughs> Excuse me? There were a total of 22 Yankees and 17 Mets that were on this list uh, that was released um, by, by Senator Mitchell. And... Uh, and we're doing more startling than the number of players on the 2000 team. So who knows? Maybe the – I'm not saying baseball is going to give the Mets 2000 World Series and then the Yankees totally um, steamrolled us in that World Series. But that team was juiced up. You had Pettit, Clemens, Canseco. You go down that list of the, uh, of the uh, players um, on that team – uh, that were juiced up uh, in 2000, and surprisingly petted. No, I, I thought he was a nice guy, um, and I, I did not expect that he took steroids, but uh, you know what? I think they all used it. I think Roger Clemens used it, even though he's oh, yeah. not. Clemens had not it yet, but he, he, did, he did use it. Um, just right on a list of players who took it, uh, you got Jose Canseco, Roger Clemens, uh, not such an important player in Glen Allen Hill, Derek, uh, David Justin, not Derek Jeter, Chuck Knobloch, Danny Nagel, Andy Pettit, Mike Stanton, and of course Jason Grimsley. So there's a uh, so a, a big part of that team took steroids, and uh, Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds, uh, two guys uh, with seven. Well, Bonds had seven MVP awards, and uh, Roger Clemens had seven MVP, seven Cy Young awards, and both of them allegedly uh, also uh, were injected with um, testosterone uh, steroids. So, again, I mean, this is not – and, of course, Barry Bonds right now is in a good position because now Barry Bonds gets to say, well, guys, it's not just me that, that, did, that did this mess. It's uh, the whole bunch. Well, they, they always knew that it wasn't just Bonds, but he got the most criticism because um, he was about to break the home run record. Yeah, but – well, I mean, Bonds did break a record, but if you got to take away Bonds' numbers, I mean – Baseball's never going to take away the numbers. Never. Never in a million years. That's the way the numbers are. Yeah. Well, they can't because it wasn't against the rules. I mean, you can't punish someone for doing something that wasn't against yeah, the rules. Yeah, I mean, that's also a factor. Uh, but the real thing is, I mean, if you're going to um, um, give some sort of punishment for Bond, then you've got to get punishment for all the, all the other names that are on this list. I mean, there are some shockers on this list. Um there were plenty of shockers on this list. I mean, Mo well, to be honest with you, I wasn't like I expected them. Well, I expected you know some big name players. Like there was only like Eric Gagne. He was probably Eric Gagne, yeah. and also the, the rest. I kind of knew. Like I kind of expected like the Delta Hada. I knew he had used Hada. was kind of expected. I mean, why why yeah. did the Astros trade him uh, to the Astros? Well, I don't think that was the reason. I think it's because of um, how how he wanted to get traded, and it was like a diamond surrounded by trash when he was in Baltimore. So I, I think, I don't think I had anything to do with them. I think they still would have kept him if, if, he, if he didn't want to get traded. 
Now, uh, just some other names that I'll, I'll throw out there. Gary Sheffield, they kind of already suspected him. Uh, he took steroids into the Tigers. Uh, Todd Hundley, who was a uh, with 41 home runs as a Met in, uh, in 1998, I believe, um, also took steroids. Uh, looking down the list here, um, you know, guys, Jace Giambi, already knew. Um, Jose Guillen, I mean, all these players, I mean, there's a bunch of, there's a ridiculous list that they come up with. Rick Ankiel, we knew with the HGH already. I mean, this list is a ridiculous list. Todd Pratt, who uh, hit that home run against Arizona uh, in, in 1999, a big home run in the playoffs, uh, getting the match there, uh, deep into the playoffs in 99. So, again, I mean, uh, you have to admit that, that uh, steroids, have definitely tarnished baseball, and the Mitchell Report is going to be a big stamper on baseball. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think... This, this is the biggest thing that's ever happened before. Yeah, I mean, this is, like, probably the biggest thing in baseball for, like, the year. I think it's even bigger when Barry Bonds... I think it's bigger than when Barry Bonds broke the record, but, I mean, they can't really punish players that used if, if it wasn't against the rules. Now, the players that used it recently, then, yeah, they should be, you know, they should be punished. But the players that used it in the past, they shouldn't. But, you know, it kind of put um, the, the attention back to baseball because before this happened, like two seasons ago, they went off the live boat and that kind of was uh, baseball. They kind of was hurting from needs from just being excitement. And when Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, it was hitting out someone's up the park and kind of put it in the baseball guy where it was yeah, and also, I mean, the effect that this is going to have on the um, going into next season, uh, when these players become free, I mean, most players are actually active players, so when they become free agents, I mean, it's just going to have, it just ruins all the reputation of all these players. I mean, uh, look at all these guys on this list. I mean, it's just, just mind-boggling how all these players like from the same time, it's about the period of 2000, 2003, and then these two guys, and both of them, I mean, you can say the steroids problem is kind of like homegrown uh, because you have the two New York assistants, uh, McNamee and Radomsky, who were administering these, or injecting uh, these players with steroids. So, I mean, so weird. Yeah. Uh, a lot of players were mad too because they said they didn't use, but they were still on that list. So, but Mitchell said he has necessary evidence that you know he used that these players did use. I mean, they got checks, confiscations, phone numbers, and stuff like that. So, you know, it's kind of expected. I mean, when you see names on a list, I think their names were linked to steroids. Some other how they brought it, didn't use it, or either they used it, didn't brought it. Some way, I think they were involved in steroids. There even was one other player that was supposed to be on the list, but they left him out because he showed evidence that he just brought it and he never used it. Jose Canseco said it was um, A-Rod, but, you know, it could be some other player as well. Yeah. Say with Sammy Sosa. A-Rod was actually not on the list, but uh, a lot of people suspected him. And frankly, I mean, that's, that's going to be a problem now because look at all these, look at all these middle-level pl- players to these no-namers that are on this list. And, and then you want to suspect everybody who's been, I mean, you can suspect Kenny Jr., you can suspect anybody really now. And, and that's the big problem with this, because not everybody that did take these, not everybody was on the juice. So, I mean, it, it, it's a very bad situation in baseball. I mean, they just handled this situation completely wrong, and now they got to 
kind of rework the investigation. Yeah. All right, so uh, this is my uh, call-in number to the show. To the show. Listen to the fourth docket. The Quas and Tendrick filling in for the Ace Man today. Uh, the number is one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. You can also uh, instant message me uh, during the program uh, at Quaster06. All right, Tendrick. Um, yeah, of course, uh, back to the mutual point here. Um, Andy Pettit today admitted they took HGH, but uh, that's going to really tarnish his reputation. And, you know, uh, Hank um, I actually think it's going to um, help his image because he's well, not like the rest of the players that lied, you know. He told the truth and said, you know, if he's going to get it over with, he's not going to go to route. Roger Clef denying it. I mean, he's denied, denying it for years already, and now he's continuing to deny it. Yeah, he just needs to come out in a minute because I know he used performance in it. Yeah, no question about that. Um, I mean, if you look at his body when he was with the Boston Red Sox, it was skinny. Now with the Yankees and stuff, the guy blew up. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, anyway, so as we were saying before, the Mitchell Report uh, released on Thursday, a uh, huge blow to baseball. Um uh, also, I just mentioned a couple of uh, hot stove moves before we get into football. I know we want to get to that. Giants having a big game tonight uh, at the Meadowlands. Um, in the snow, maybe, uh, against the Redskins. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, some big moves in baseball. Uh, it seemed like the Mets uh, really did make a move for David Eckstein. He was signed by the Blue Jays. Also, uh, the Cardinals also lost Jim Edmonds, who was signed by the Padres. Um, and also, there's rumors, there's rumors about Mike Cameron. Uh, the Phillies are very really interested in Cameron because uh, Aaron Rowland, their defensive fielder, signed with uh, the Giants. Those are interesting moves. Um, Aaron Rowland shouldn't have got that much money to go with the Giants. That was just some crazy thing. You don't sign a player that much money for yeah, for the Giants. The Giants is a huge move because the Giants uh, have no offense whatsoever. And now they finally got something going there. I mean, the Giants have no offense. Yeah, I see where you're coming from, but I wouldn't sign no player like that. But I was, I, mean, I thought he should have. Well, well, I mean, he ain't on. worth that much money. I mean, this off season, we've seen some really ridiculous moves. I mean, come on, look at uh, Cordero signing uh, with the Brewers. Oh, I mean, that was ridiculous. I think. Yeah, and also signing Eric Gagne was that much with that much money. He's also off the chain as well. That's just crazy. I mean, you seen what he did with the Boston Red Sox? That was nothing. Now, yeah. you're going to have that much money to play for your team. That's just crazy. Yeah, Cadero sounds red, my bad. But, yeah, anyway, it's been a very uh, interesting off-season, to say the least, in baseball. And they really got to, really gotta, as they say, you know, got to shape their act up because uh, this is something that's going to affect them for a long time. they got to, you know, they got to move out of the steroid era and try to move into the clean era because um, a lot of players are getting in trouble for this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's what Mitchell said, too, because he said kids were getting the wrong message and stuff like that. Okay, we're going to take a uh, a quick break, and then we'll come right back in the sports docket with Quas and Tenrick filling in for the Ace Man. Hey, sports fans. Thank you for tuning into the show tonight. Be sure to check out a sponsor of this show at www.myedimedia.com This show is advertised on this website and you can also check out interesting sports news brought to you in an amazing cool way at myedimedia.com 
dot com. Once again, thank you for tuning in to the show tonight, sponsored by My EDI Media. The Sports Docket on Blog Talk Radio with Ace Man and the Quad. Let's go. New York sports and everything else. Welcome back to the Sports Docket with Boston Kenrick here on Bob Talk Radio. Thank you guys for tuning into the show. Um, 6.47 on a Sunday night, December 16th. Uh, once again, now I guess we're going to move into football a little bit. Oh, football actually a lot. Uh, today, of course, we got to start with the, uh, the game already in the books, and that is the New York Jets and the New England Patriots. The Jets today fell to 3-11. No surprise there. Uh, the Patriots today beat them 20 to 10. Jeff Stevens is actually pretty good at this game. Tom Brady looked kind of rusty, but again, um, the Patriots came away with the uh, 10 point victory over the uh, Jets. They're 14 and 0, and there's two more wins, and they'll be undefeated. Um, not a good game for Randy Moss, who was uh, who was didn't score touchdowns, but has 19 on the season uh, and three more, and he'll tie the uh, the record for most receiving touchdowns in the season, but the uh, Patriots uh, take care of business against the Jets today, Kendrick. Yeah, I mean, it was expected the Jets were going to win, even though they won by the skin of the teeth, the thing is they won. They're going to go 19-0 and win the Super Bowl, and then when they win the Super Bowl, I'm write a blog saying I'm ready the best football player. And yes, I did say that. No question about it, but uh, yeah, Tom Brady um, uh Still is, is not close to Dan Marino's record for touchdowns in a season. Uh, didn't that- yeah, I know that, but the thing is that Tom Brady has the magic. Not a, not every other football player has that. I mean, he can make any team. He can take so, any team to the playoffs. Yeah. And- Put the team that he had last year. Yeah, and receivers, an old running back, and an old defense. But with Tom Brady's presence, he was still able to take that team to the playoffs and be effective with it and almost beat the Colts in a game that they could have gotten to the Super Bowl with. I mean, once I've seen that, I was like, this player is just awesome. There isn't no player in the NFL that's better than Tom Brady. And speaking of uh, quarterbacks' records, how about Brett Favre say another record? Like every week he breaks another record. Today, Brett Favre uh, became the the uh, all-time passing leader in yards. He uh, – once again, he broke Dan Marino again today. So, Brett Favre, uh, Green Bay today rolled over uh, St. Louis, 33-14. And uh, Green Bay is not going to get number one seed in the NFC East. Um, and, and, and the NFC, my bad, the NFC. Uh, but uh, they definitely are on Dallas' heels right now. Dallas is actually losing in Philadelphia 10-6 uh, in the start of the fourth quarter. 
So we'll see what happens. Great. There. Yeah. Good thing too. Yeah. Well, well, uh, well for us, well, for Giants fans, um, Giants are out of the division race. But well, I'm an Eagles fan, so I'm kind of happy that they're winning. Oh, oh, you're an Eagles fan. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I have uh, an extreme dislike of the Philadelphia Eagles, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Well, I, to be honest with you, you, you probably hate the Eagles too. I mean, you can be honest. With well, yeah. Well, but, yeah. Uh, the thing is, I can't stand the Giants. I just hate that team. Well, the Eagles are five and eight. I mean, they're, they're out of the race, no question about it. Yeah, but. I mean, but back then we were just winning games. Like two days ago, when we had Terrell Owens, and even before Terrell Owens, we used to tell you guys. Yeah, I mean, the, the Eagles are right now uh, yeah. Cowboys, and they've been six and eight. Maybe they can try to finish off five hundred for the season. Uh, and speaking of the uh, wild card race in the NFC, um, the NFC is, is a lot more wild than the AFC right now. The NFC, you had actually, going in today's game, you actually had uh, six teams um, besides the two wild cards, leaving the Giants and the Vikings, who were still alive. You had six teams going today who were alive. Uh, those teams were um, the Saints, the Redskins, Cardinals, Lions, Panthers, and Eagles. Uh, the Saints, all the teams are, were six and seven. The Eagles are actually still mathematically alive. But they have to win the final three, and it's not going to be easy. I mean, they have after this game, they play New Orleans, and then they play Buffalo, who lost eight nothing to Cleveland today. So it won't be easy for them um, going down the stretch. But again, you had um, the Vikings today. Uh, the Vikings playing tomorrow night against the Bears. That's the point of game. The Giants win tonight. I'm going to break down the game later on in the program. Giants playing eight o'clock tonight. Tiki Barber gets to announce uh, his former team on uh, NBC tonight with Al Michaels and uh, oh, wait. oh, before the game, my bad, with Al Michaels and John Madden on NBC. The Giants are playing the Redskins. And uh, if the Giants win tonight, they're in. If they lose, they got to hope for a Vikings loss and a Saints loss. Um, and then the Saints did play today, and the uh, Saints won. So the Giants have to win tonight in order to uh, to um, pinch a spot. The Giants are pretty much guaranteed a spot. What do you say so, Kendrick? Um, yeah, the Giants, um, they're, they're a great they, they have improved since last year, I mean, obviously. But if they make the playoffs, I think the fathers they're going to go with the first round out. I mean, Eli Manning, he has improved since last year. I mean, the only thing, the reason why he looks so good is because the players around him has improved and gotten better, and that makes him look better. But he's still far away from becoming, he's not a great well, quarterback. Eli Manning has, is, um, is still nowhere from becoming um, even, a, uh, even a good quarterback. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's just an average QB right now. It's just the players around him. That he's average, no question about that. Um, yeah. I mean, tonight, uh, the Giants are going against the Redskins, and we'll get into the pick a little later. Um, well, t- well, t- what's, well, I mean, uh, I was talking to uh, the guy on uh, the chat here was saying, you know, that uh, Eli's only in his third year. He was going to the Giants to play off two last year. But look, but look at the Giants played the last two years, and they lost the Seahawks and the Eagles. They had early action. I mean, the Giants want to go farther than just the first round. Yeah, you know, I mean, Giants goal is not to get in the first round now. If you go past the first round, I mean, whoever's going to play, the Giants should be the the favorite. I mean, it, well, it depends if they play. If they play the Bucs, they're the favorite. If they play the Seahawks, probably not. But, 
see what happens. But it's a nice game against the Red, Redskins. Uh, is the Giants secondary good enough to stop Clinton Porter tonight? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, it is a competitive division as well. I mean, you got some teams that's been looking great, you know. But I think when it all comes down to the NFC, I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to be the team that's going to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, tonight, the Giants are depleted in, in, in the secondary, but uh, of course not the, the, uh, the Redskins are going to have a um, rookie quarterback going, Todd Collins. Brethren made a start in 10 years. So then you look, so um, obviously the, uh, he's not going to run the ball rather than throw the ball um, more, more often this game, especially Portis there. And, uh, and the Giants have one of the best pass receivers in the NFL. So if it, you go into this game, you're looking really at uh, um, Portis against the Giants secondary and Toxido against the uh, linebackers of Washington. Yeah, they, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's probably what's gonna happen. But Washington, oh, oh, that team's been playing horrible this season. I actually think um, Joe Gibbs should get fired. I think he has done a horrible job coaching this team, and I think the well, whole for office should be remodeled because they haven't got anybody in there to try to help that team. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure uh, about Joe Gibson being fired in this season. I mean, I mean, look at much the team has gone through. I mean, it was a Sean Taylor passing. I mean, they've gone through a lot this year. So I don't know if Gibbs is going to be put in the hot seat just yet. I mean, he's been there for only two years. We'll see what happens. He, he has he brought some more credibility into this Redskins team. I mean, they did have some encouraging wins, especially against the Bears. They had a very encouraging win uh, against the Bears the last time out. But uh, what did happen uh, this time around against the Giants, who beat them by a touchdown earlier in the season. Again, the Giants need a win to get in tonight because the uh, – the, uh, Cardinals earlier today defeated the uh, a group of the Cardinals. They, they defeated the Saints earlier today. The Cardinals are still alive in that playoff race as well. Uh, let's just run down a playoff scenario right now. Uh, of course, in the AFC, have Jacksonville and Cleveland, the two uh, wildcard favorites. Cleveland won today, beating Buffalo, which pretty much puts Buffalo in a bad position, uh, puts them pretty much done for the uh, – in terms of how the playoff the play will run, uh, you got Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville today uh, defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers by seven points. Jacksonville was kind of cruising that game. The Pittsburgh came back, but Jacksonville hung on. Uh, nice game by Fred Taylor, the running back. He's, he's amazing, Fred Taylor. Uh, and, he came, and he came with a victory there. And then, of course, you had Tennessee today who uh, – sorry, excuse me. Tennessee beat Kansas City, so they're still alive in the playoff race. Houston uh, lost uh, on Thursday. Uh, they, right, they, right, they win or lose? My bad. Oh, they won. My bad. Sorry. They beat Denver against Houston. They beat, Houston beat Denver on, on Sunday. They beat the Broncos. So Denver's out. And Houston is still mathematically alive, but it's, it's not going not gonna to happen to them. So pretty much, you look at that, New England – who they clinched the uh, home field advantage. Uh, Indianapolis is second there, number two seed. Um, they both get by. Then you got the Steelers and the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers have clinched AFC West, and the Steelers uh, are going to be should try to wrap up the, uh, the Steelers. Actually, now it's, it's really tight in that uh, in the AFC North. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, you think Steelers can, can get to the AFC North? Yeah, definitely. They have a great defense, and Tom Tomlin's done a great job. He should definitely get coached here. 
And, you know, that team has made so much improvement since last season. Well, with Cleveland winning, I mean, it, it, it's getting close in the AFC North, but we'll see what happens there. Um, look at the NFC, you got Dallas, who uh, with the win today against Philadelphia can wrap up, hope for the advantage. But with Green Bay winning as well, Dallas losing, and it's going to be a, a, a nice struggle down the stretch for Dallas and Green Bay. Dallas last game against Carolina and Washington, and then you have Green Bay playing Chicago and Detroit, so both of them could easily win both of those two games. But again, uh, Dallas has a tiebreaker over Green Bay uh, with that thing, with that uh, pre-Thanksgiving victory uh, over them. And then you got uh, Seattle leading in the uh, NFC uh, West, NFC West. Seattle is uh, Seattle today won, so they are what, ten and four. No, they lost Carolina. My bad, they lost Carolina. Seattle lost, and you have Tampa Bay uh, also, uh, who's leading the uh, NFC South. The Giants and Vikings. Vikings play tomorrow night, as I said before. Giants play tonight. Uh, they win, they're in. Then you got some teams still hanging in there. Arizona definitely hanging in there with a the win today. Detroit. I, mean, I don't know what happened with Detroit Lions. I mean, it's really sad what happened with the Lions. I mean, going to, the, going to halftime, they, they were, uh, they had a very encouraging uh, first half. They were, they were 6 and 2. They were cruising. All of a sudden, they, they just fell off the map, and they're, uh, and they're pretty much done. What do you think about the short lines uh, struggle? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, I mean, I don't know what happened with them. I mean, they, uh, especially the last two games, played KC and Green Bay. KC, they could beat, but Green Bay, I mean, they're done. Detroit's done. Uh, Carolina and Philadelphia, again, two teams, five and eight. Uh, I cannot see an eight and eight team making the playoffs in the uh, NFC uh as much as you like to see the Eagles get in, you know it's pretty slim pickings for them right now. Uh, no, they're not getting in anywhere. I mean, uh, the front office, besides Terrell Lawrence, I mean, that has never had a go-to receiver in his career. The defense has always been great, but, you know, this team, I mean, a lot of people pick this team. I don't know why, but a lot of people pick this team to win a division. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm very surprised to the season that they picked the uh, Eagles to win Yeah, but I knew all along that they weren't going to, win the division. I knew all along that they weren't going to make the playoffs. This is what I expected them to play like. I mean, a lot to improve on before they come to the old for the Eagles that I fell along with in the beginning. Eagles actually kind of the same problem the Giants have had going uh, in the season, and not, not that they can't beat the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys just steamrolled them the first time out. And again, uh, Eagles also lost a lot of games. Uh, the Eagles got sacked so much this year. I mean, they just... I'm, I'm, I believe we'll have a time the Nav got sacked this year. Uh, and, the, uh, and, of course, other, the opposition took advantage of that. But, again, you know, the uh, Eagles um, are pretty much over for them this season. Now they're trying to play Florida tonight and trying to come away with a victory over Dallas and perhaps um, give the uh, Rockets something to do with. Okay, uh, go ahead. All right. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. so, again, the Chicago-Minnesota coming up next week. And I guess um, or I guess we'll take a, a break here, and then we'll get uh, right back. Any calls? We'll, again, the phone number calls to the program is one six four six four seven eight five one one. You can talk to Quas and Kendrick. Kendrick uh, filling in for the eighth tonight. Thank you so much for doing that. And uh, we'll be uh, we'll be right back uh, after this break on the uh, fourth stock with Quas and Kendrick. You are currently listening to the Sports Document with Ace and the Quas. 
If you would like to call into the program, the phone number is one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. That's one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. If you would like to aim the co-host during the show, you can aim them either at MetsFanatic910 or Quaster06. Pick or choose right there. Our host page at blogtalkradio.com slash docket. You can also check out one of the supporters of the website. It's myedimedia.com. They're not a sponsor. They're just supporters. They profile us there, and they and they put us at a high pedestal. You can check them out. It's myedimedia.com. Now, back to the show. It's the Sports Doctor with Aikman and McQuash on Blog Talk Radio. New York sports and everything else. Okay, uh, welcome back to the program here with uh, Kenry Thomas and Ethan Quaston. Uh We're going to go into the NFL picks right now. Um, Ace is not with me this week. Ace is coming to this week with 39-26. I was 34-31, and 31, but uh, um, now uh, we're going to have Kendrick pick some uh, games this week. And we're, we're going to pick uh, two games. Um, we're going to two games this week, and then we're going to pick uh, five games uh, of next week. So I guess we'll start off the NFL picks. We'll play the music. And we'll uh, pick some games for this week um, in the NFL uh, in week 16. All right, Tanner, I guess we're going to start with, uh, of course, the Giants and Redskins playing tonight. Uh, the Giants uh, looking to clinch the uh, a wild card spot. Okay, what's your pick, Giants or Redskins in the first game? I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Giants. <laughs> I mean, it's, they're going to win the game. I mean, it's already a lot. The Redskins suck. The Giants are the second best in the division. They're going to win. Yeah, well said. I mean, the, uh, the, Gi- uh, the Redskins, of course, have emotional uh, trauma with uh, Sean Taylor. Uh, the Chiefs completed all over the map. Um, the Giants have controlled quarters. So they, they controlled them the last time out. Uh, the Giants are playing on their home turf on Sunday Night Football, and I think they, they'll come with a victory uh, and get this division locked up. So I'm going with the Giants also. All right, let's go. Vikings or Bears? Who do you like in this game tomorrow night? Who? I'm going to go with the Bears. I'm, no, excuse me. I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bears. I think they're going to be able to win the Vikings. They've been going on a downside quarterback controversy. I mean, they're horrible at that division. At that position, sorry, and the, um, the running game hasn't been able to go. The Chicago Bears have been struggling this season as well, but I think the Bears are going to edge them. Okay, well, I, I actually think that no one the Bears can stop the running of Adrian Peterson, um, who's been just phenomenal. Um, he's hitting every, everybody's, uh, every fantasy team's possession. Um, so I'm going with the Vikings this game over the Bears, no question about it. 
Uh, I'm thinking the Vikings can lock up their spot as well and and, and put an end to the madness that is the uh, NFL playoff scenario. Okay, our next pick is going to be, uh, I guess we'll go with the, the next Jets game. It's going to be the Jets at Tennessee. Um, Tennessee Titans, uh, who are still in that playoff race uh, right now. And the Jets, of course, are looking to play spoiler at 3-11. Uh, who's going to say Think Man Genie can uh, can uh, think Man Genius try to get a win against the Titans or Jets can win against Tennessee? Didn't you say the Jets were actually going to win that division on my show one time? Uh, yeah. I, you know what? I didn't know that the Panthers was going to be this bad this year. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't ever make a pick like that again in your life. <laughs> but, <laughs> But the Tennessee Titans, they're going to win that game. Um, this young is a good mobile QB. You know, they go out there and make plays. And, and, you know, he's also a good pass. A lot of people criticize him for that. But he can throw the football decently. i got to go with the Titans. Yeah, I'm also going to Vince Young. I think it's going to uh, be too much for the Jets' defense um, in this game. I'm also going to go with Tennessee over the Jets. I mean, I'm much like you see the Jets spoil some teams' uh, season. I don't think it's going to happen. Um our right, uh, next pick is going to be the Giants playing a big game in Buffalo. Uh, well, it won't be so big if they win tonight. I think they will, but it's, it's still it's still a game that I think the Giants do need to win going into the final game against New England. The, I, the Giants, I want, I want them to get to 11 wins. You know, they have, they've gotten 10 wins um, like two out of the last three years. But they, they've gotten 10 wins sometimes, but they've never really gone over the bridge. And 11 wins would just be amazing. They can pull that off. So, um Giants or Buffalo? Uh, I'm going with the Giants. What's your pick? It's in Buffalo. I'm not going to go to Buffalo. They're not going to win that game. They got too much problems going on. They're yeah. still not a playoff team. They haven't been able to succeed in the past either. Yeah, they got shot by the Browns today. Uh, Buffalo did. So yeah, I, I, I am going with the Jets. Uh, with the Giants over the uh, over the Bills. See what else we got. All right. Um, I guess we can take uh, any game. All right, a battle of Ohio, Cleveland and Cincinnati, uh, the Browns. Who's Wednesday over the Bills? Eight nothing. Um, that was the final. The Bengals, of course, got uh, messed up in this season. Um, you think that duo of the Bengals is going to give uh, a tough time to Cleveland? I think the Browns can both can. Uh, Are you there, Kenrick? Yeah, I'm, I'm still here. Okay. Um, what's the picks again? Say them again. Uh, it's uh, the Browns and the, and the uh, Bengals. Bengals, got to go with them. Better team, Chad Johnson, no Carlson Palmer. They got better receivers, better team. Only thing the Bengals going to be worried about is, um, is the defense of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I must agree. I mean, uh, I also think that the Cleveland will come with victory here. I think Cleveland is going to um, – Cleveland is so good right now. I mean, every part of that team is clicking on all cylinders. Uh, uh, today against the defense was just unbelievable. Say, uh, anything, anything she shut out another football team, not out of the United Alphans and the League of Patriots, uh, it's, still, it's still something to talk about. But, yeah, I do like uh, the Cleveland right now. And uh, 
I think I'm going to make you over Buffalo. Um, uh, I'm going to make you over to Cincinnati this week. Okay? And I think I'm going to have one more game with Pitt. Uh, that's it, actually. So, once again, I pick uh, the Giants, Vikings, the Browns, Jets, and the Giants. What are your picks? My picks are the Giants. I think I picked the Giants, right? I picked the Bears. I picked the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, those are my picks. Okay, great. Yeah, definitely. All right, so once again, um, of course, uh, we also have to mention the Miami Dolphins. Uh, we got to give them a big round of applause today. Finally winning a football game, finally getting off the uh, – of the winless, uh, um, of the winless streak, you know, uh, and they finally uh, get their first win, and they remain 13 games back in New England. So congrats to the Dolphins who got in overtime today. Nice win for them, and the Dolphins, of course, now uh, getting that first win. Finally, don't have to worry about you know um, going um, without a win for the season today. They won in overtime. Um, nice win for them today. So, the Dolphins finally, and now uh, just the Patriots see if they'll lose again. But uh, the, the Patriots having Buffalo to play, and the um, and then not Buffalo, Miami. My bad. Um, actually, um, New England plays Miami. So, so actually now, Miami goes into, into New England next week with some momentum because they finally won a game. So now they're going to Miami next week with some momentum. I, I don't know if that means anything really. I still think New England is going to crush them next week. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, come on, man. The Dolphins yeah, they're, 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 the only win they're going to get this season. Uh, they were actually going to lose every game this season. Yeah. They're not going to win to New England. Whoever thinks they're going to beat New England is just crazy. Yeah, uh, you know, unless... Uh, unless nothing, they're not going to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you a joke. I was going to say, unless one of the, some of the Miami cheerleaders managed to... Um, Persuade Brady to lose him, but I'm not. Gonna... Nah, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think either. And then, of course, the last game in the Patriots against the Giants, and uh, of course, in my uh, fantasy world, that's my preview of the Super Bowl. Um, I, I don't know if that will happen or not, but um, now with the Giants, I don't know because both teams are going to go into Week 17. The Giants and the Patriots both went into the week with. They're gonna play. All, they're gonna play all of their uh, backups. They're gonna play all of their reserve players. So it, it, it's gonna be a battle of, of as, as I said before, a battle of backups. So uh, I don't know who will win that game, but uh, it, it's gonna be uh, it'll definitely be a, a very interesting game, to say the least. Um, and, and I assume that, barring a major miracle, New England is gonna go into Giant Stadium 15 and 0. So, so what do you think about that? Do you think the Giants may be able to stop New England, or is, or is it 16-0? Um, uh, so what do you think about that? Are the Patriots 16-0, or is it going to be... Uh, the Patriots are going to go undefeated. They're going to win the Super Bowl, so that, that means they're going to go 19-0. So you're sticking with 19-0? I also have to agree. I think New England will be the Giants. As much as I'm, I'm a huge Giants fan, as much as I like to see the Giants. Um, Come on, man. Only how Giants are going to win if the New England Patriots decide to rest some of their players. But come on, you guys. If Belichick has a chance for defeated, which he will, 
he, he's not going to rest Tom Brady, and that's going to be the big factor. And maybe he'll, he'll give Randy Moss less um, chances to, to go in the football, uh, less chances to um, – less catches or um, less receive cards. But it's still – the Giants are, are not going to – are going to be phased by New England, as, as every team has been all season. So this team is the dynasty of, of, of this era, and uh, they're going to – I think they'll, they'll be the Giants. And I think they'll, they'll go 16-0. I mean, there's always a chance of surprise in the playoffs. I mean, I mean, for example, of 19, uh, the Bears uh, almost undefeated. Uh, 1985 was it, and they got and they lost to I forget Miami or something. But still, uh, the Patriots are gonna. I, I think that they'll go um, into, into the playoffs undefeated at least. And right now, San Diego's killing Detroit. It's 15 to 14. The Lions have fallen off the map. Uh, the Chargers lead them 50 to 14. That's in uh, the fourth quarter of the two-minute warning. So the Chargers are, uh, are gonna, about to wrap that game up. Uh, yeah, and also the, the Eagles still lead the Cowboys deep into the fourth quarter, 10-6. So the Eagles are uh, maybe a shot at 500 here, unless unless, they, unless Tony Romo has a uh, last-minute comeback. The Eagles will be looking at a uh, six-minute record. And the Green Bay Packers are going to be the happiest team in the world because they're going to have a chance to be number one seed. So we'll see what happens with that. And by the way, uh, you think Green Bay will be number one seed or do think Dallas will get it? Dallas, Green Bay. I actually think they're kind of a little – I think their record is a little better than what they really are, to be honest with you. I don't think it's all right. But they'll be out the second round of the playoffs. Also, I mean – no, I, I hate to downgrade my Giants, but I, I must mention this. I mean, look at the type of team the Giants beat this year. I mean, you go down the list, the 49ers, I mean, they came in 3-10 and 10 today. The Atlanta Falcons, they came in 3-10 and 10 today. Um, the Jets, they came in 3-10 and 10 today. Miami Dolphins, they came in 0-13. I mean, you go down the list of teams, they beat the Eagles twice, and they're 5-8. They, they beat the Redskins once, and they uh, – uh, and they beat um, also Detroit as well. Um, but again, the uh, and lost the Packers. But again, the team the Giants lost to the Packers, the Cowboys twice, and the Vikings, the team that's on the rise. So again, the, the Giants, their record also is a little bit. Um, it doesn't say the whole story. The Giants have beaten nine, um, oh, well, seven out of nine teams were teams that were just garbage teams. And the Giants uh, beat them. So again, the Giants' record doesn't doesn't not say the whole story. But and that will show how well they're doing the playoffs. I mean, when, when they start playing against you know real competition, uh, like Tampa Bay, who just wrapped up the uh, the NFC North, the NFC South today, uh, the Bucks with a win today over um, the Bucks won today. Uh, they defeated the Falcons. They crushed them 37 to three. Um, so again, the uh, the Bucks are in the playoffs. With the win today, that they clinched their division. So again, um, the Giants are going to have a big challenge going to the playoffs. What do you think about that? Yeah, they are going to have a big challenge, but I don't think they're going to go that far. I mean, well, I don't think they'll go either. I mean, I think the farthest they'll go is maybe. I don't know how to. I mean, maybe if they play Green Bay, if they play Dallas, get it. If they play Green Bay uh, in the um, in the wild card, not the wild card round, in the. Uh, Second round of the playoffs, they may have a shot of uh, moving on, but again, we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, 
So let's go into um, let's go into basketball now, of course. And uh, the Knicks, uh, they, they can beat the Nets, but it can't be anybody else. I mean, they beat the Nets uh, with Jason Kidd this time, and they beat them uh, yesterday, uh, 94-86. Um, finally, for the first time this season, Jamal Crawford actually scored 30 points. Uh, Crawford's actually done pretty good this year. Otherwise than that, the Knicks are a pathetic basketball team. What do you think about that? Um, Isaiah's horrible. James Dolan is horrible. Steph Baltimore very needs to get out of town, and that's just basically the story for the Knicks. The thing, I can go all day for the Knicks. I can talk about this team for two hours straight. I can actually do it for the rest of the show. So I'm not going to really get started with this team, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. They beat the Knicks. Seth, the Bills are inconsistent. The Nets aren't good. The 2-10 and 14-3. I just got done reading about the game over. So, yeah, well, why not we just talk about the Boston Celtics for the day? One, they're ninth in a row. They're 19 and two. Um, again, and this is with, um, I mean, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and Kevin Garnett. They're averaging around. They're each averaging 20 points a game. So it's not like they're putting like mind-boggling numbers. Like, like, like look at a guy like Richard Jefferson from the Nets, who's averaging 25 points per game. And then look at Garnett, Allen, and um, Pierce, who are each contributing 20 points a game. And, and obviously, that's much better. Uh, because the Celtics are 19-2 and the Nets are 10-15. So, so again, uh, um, Boston has um, guys... Um, yeah, Boston, their best team in the um, net division. Uh, yeah, Boston might, might be the best team. As, I mean, a lot of people think they're going to go as far as going to that, you know, the championship game. But I think before we start, you know, putting this team on a pedestal, we have to see what they can do when they take that West Coast trip when they face a team like Dallas, Phoenix, San Antonio Spurs. That'll prove how they really are. You got Phoenix who's 17 and 6. You got San Antonio who's 17 and 5. So, and then you got Utah who's hanging in there. Well, they're 14 and 7. I mean, you got a lot of tough teams in the West Division. Um, much more tough teams than in the Eastern Conference, no question about that. And then they beat Toronto today, 90 to 77, which is uh, Toronto. You can say the second best team uh, in the uh, uh, in the uh, Atlantic Division, but again. Uh, <clears throat> the Boston Celtics um, are just beating everybody right now. And that big three uh, was probably the greatest move to restore that franchise ever. I mean, they are just so phenomenal right now. And the Celtics are, I mean, you had the Patriots, um, pa- Patriots and Celtics with a combined record of what? I guess today, 33 and 2. I mean, that's just ridiculous what that city is getting right now. Um, I mean, they can't, Boston, Boston people can't complain about nothing. Um, they have a life right now. The Celtics are cruising to the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but once they play the Western team, I mean, let's see how let's see how they handle Tim Duncan. I mean, let's see how they handle uh, Steve Nash. Uh, let's see what these guys, what the Western Conference throws at the at the uh, at the at the Celtics. And let's see what happens. I mean, the Western. I mean, of course, the Celtics have beaten some teams in the West this year. They only have two losses in the whole season. Uh, but again, I mean. It's one thing about playing the West Conference teams on a regular basis, then you really have to see what happens with them. Um, also, Marbury, I mean, talk back to the Knicks, was like Marbury will, will, will uh, return to the team in the next game, so that's nice. Um, yeah, the player, I mean, he's, I don't even, uh, Marbury is just horrible. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Also, another thing I'm really pissed off about about like Isaiah Thomas is that he never starts David Lee, and he's talking guys like Fred Jones, and I know Fred Jones had a good game, uh, for the last time out. I think Fred Jones has done a better job than Mulberry. Well, I mean, 
but he can start a guy like David Lee. He never starts David Lee out there. I mean, that's the guy that that's the guy who really. I mean, David Lee can score 16 points off the bench and have like the best performance on the team. But Isaiah refuses to start him. It's the same problem that we had with Larry Brown. He does not start guys like David Lee and Ronaldo Balk and all those guys. He's not giving them enough starts, and that's really screwing us over. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, it's been rough. I mean, the Nets also. I don't know what their issue is, but the problem with the Nets. I look at it this way. I mean, you got Vince Carter, uh, who can one night he can score like 35 points, the next night he come out and score like five. I mean, and he shoots way too many threes. I mean, he's taking way too many shots from behind the arc. I mean, that's and he misses so many of them too. I mean, I don't know why Vince Carter's taking all these three pointers. And you got Jason Kidd, he had his contract issue, and the Nets are also in a bad shape right now. Definitely. I mean, I mean, right now in Jersey, I mean, well, Jefferson's had a great season. I mean, he is. He's the, the best basketball player in New York by far, in this town at least. Uh, well, in this central area. But again, uh, again, New Jersey uh, still has the same issue, and, and, and New Jersey can't beat West Conference for their life. When they play the West, uh, they get steamrolled. So. Uh, and again, the uh, Nets um, lost the Knicks yesterday, 94-86. Kid did play. The, uh, but Crawford had an amazing game. The Knicks get a win, but again, the Knicks last year, I mean, Knicks actually worse than last season. That's how bad they are. They're actually worse than last year. Um, last year, the Knicks uh, were, th- were 31 and 41. That was the first time all season that they were 10 games under. I mean, now, um, going same with the Nets, they were 6 and 16. Uh, and, that was, and that was the first time they had 10 games under. Now they're 7 and 16. Again, there's no hope for this team. The only hope for the Knicks is uh, keep losing, and then you get a draft pick, and, and you're talking about guys like Long Island. I mean, you think these guys want to play in the mix? I mean, we need that. I mean, <laughs> this team is just another Yeah, they're just, they have to make some big changes, definitely. Yeah, they're they going to they make these changes. Uh, NHL update, uh, if people, um, let's get to NHL, I just want to get people update on the board here. NHL, then we come back to uh, the NFL. Jonathan, at 8 o'clock on NBC, Tiki Barber, continue. Phoenix beat the Rangers. They, Phoenix, Phoenix lead the Rangers 5-1 to one in the third period. Uh, Devils lead the Philadelphia 3-2. Devils trying to continue their lead in first place. Uh, the Devils had to lead 3-2 out there. Nothing with two goals in the third period. And it's pretty much it. The NHL, uh, when Aces comes back, we get more into the NHL. Uh, but again, you know, uh, right now, then you have the Celtics. How about Orlando? I guess they lost the message that Orlando really seems to just impress me so much. I mean, there's something magic going on in Orlando right now. Uh, that team is, uh, got a lot to be happy for. I mean, Orlando is really, well, I mean, Miami's gotten hot, but Orlando, I mean, they're in first place in that division by a mile. Uh, that's three and a half, well, not by a mile, but they're, they're cruising in that division. What do you think about the surge of the Orlando Magic, Dwight Howard, and the whole team? They've been playing great. I like their team. They're young. They can go with effective. I mean, them and the Celtics are going to be um, they're going to be competing this year. Wow, are you done with the NHL preview that quick? Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I can talk a little more about the NHL if you want. I don't know if you have any callers on the line. Oh no, no, no. And yeah, I mean. But, yeah, well, I mean, I can tell you a little more. I mean, well, right now, I'm a, the devil. No, we'll just focus on what's happening in the NBA. 
yeah, he was talking about hockey. Yeah, I know. Um, well, I mean, some people, I mean, hockey is, uh, is actually my fourth favorite sport, but, you know, I follow it, too, because, you know, uh, when, you, when you're in the sports world, you got to try to follow a little bit of everything. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean let me just say, I'm, for the Rangers fans out there, I'm amazed how Scott Goldman, you know, is your number one uh, point scorer. That's a former devil in leading points. Anyway, uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, well, let's get back to um, the Western Conference, of course. And uh, you, uh, the Denver Nuggets and Allen Iverson, I mean, he's made a huge difference in that lineup. I mean, that was expected that he did. He scored 26 points per game. He's, he, uh, he's playing, he hears the answer to their problem. Um, and the Nuggets uh, are actually playing, I mean, like last year, the Nuggets played San Antonio. They wouldn't have stayed in the game as much as they did. But, you know, last night, they only lost by 11 points. This but the Nuggets, they've been playing great. I mean, they've been playing great. Of course, Alan Iverson, my favorite player. You know what I'm saying? He's been doing a really good job with the Nuggets. He's my role yeah. model right there. Iverson left. A couple of Sixers fans were, the, were switching over to the Nuggets because uh, I mean, Iverson was just such a such a big figure in Philadelphia. And, uh, and now that he's in, in Denver, I mean, He's making a huge impact out. We got Carmelo, and we got uh, Iverson tripping day in day out. Uh, both of them scoring 26 a game a piece. I mean, that's just amazing. I mean, outside of Phoenix, you could say Denver has the second best offense in the, uh, in the NBA. You got to say that. Yeah, definitely. They've been playing really great. Him and Carmelo's been able to link up and do some big ones, also with the help of Marcus Camby and. Um, Kenya Martin, which is suspended for one game, but he's been playing great as well. Awesome. I must you know, Marcus Camby has uh, been huge. He, he's second in the NBA in rebounds. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's... Yeah, he's a rebounding machine. Oh, yeah. He, oh, the, the Knicks never should have gotten rid of him. Uh, right, now he says he enjoys watching them struggle, so that makes two of us. <laughs> yeah, that might good for him, but, I mean, the, the Knicks got so many, so many good players that, that take through so many other places. I mean... Yeah. I mean, without the Knicks struggling, you know, that would be like something that's hard to picture, you know. Yeah, man. Okay, we're actually going to end off the show now. Kevin, I want to thank you so much for joining me. It's amazing to have you on with me today uh, and talk, you know, all sports with us. And let's go Giants. Not hopefully we're going to win next week. Ace will be back with me. We'll have a couple of guests on. Uh, I won't have the short story anymore. And, uh, and also check out check out Terry Thomas's blog and his show, uh, you having a show? Are you having a show this Thursday night? I know it's a uh, ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Uh, yeah. You got it. Uh, that's com says real sports talk. You also have website. And I know you have like the hookup with all the sports columnists and stuff with Newsday, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta help get me on, man. You gotta help put yeah, me on. Yeah, you, you wanna? I'll hook you up. No, no problem. Anything you want? Ah, ah, forget about my show. Hook me up. Like, show them my website. You know, show them what I'm reading, what I'm writing, and stuff. Like, I definitely gotta get one. You know, get one of those Newsday jobs. Oh, uh, New, New York yeah, Times is the newspaper I'm trying to aim for. But I want help with any journalism. I can definitely hook you up with that too. I mean, uh, yeah, just email them and show them my site. No problem. No problem. I'll definitely. Get, I'll have them on my show and tell me you now this is what you said and, and get you hooked up on them. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm going to end with a um, the beat here and then we're going to close out our program. Okay, we're going to end with uh, one sec. Okay. Um, 
we end off. We'll see you guys next week. Um, for everybody here at the Sports Doctor, um, from for Ace Man, myself, the Quas, and Kenneth Thomas, and everybody else who tuned in tonight. Saying so long. We'll see you next week for our 25th episode. That's a milestone episode. Um, I'm going to end with uh, a song by uh, Tracy Chapman. It's called MSM by Tracy Chapman. It's called Revolution. And we, uh, we'll see you guys next week on the Sports Talk Ace Man and Don't you know? Talking about the revolution now. Don't you know? Talking about the revolution now. Well, they're standing in the middle of their minds, trying to do the stuff they're probably just out of Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week on the Sports Doctor.